Welcome to the How to Get a Job podcast. In this podcast, we help take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you the strategies and skills required to land your dream job. So if you're ready to master your career, land the job of your dreams, listen for more. All right, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the How to Get a Job podcast. And today is a solo episode where I'll be talking about how to get ready for the career first. So look, if you're listening to me, um, you're a college student, you're getting ready for fall recruitment. It is super important that you plan to attend your college's career fair, or if they don't have one, attend some virtual career fairs, because career fairs are the easiest and best ways to get in front of companies and to get interviews and ultimately jobs. And I will be walking you through some strategies and some hacks that are gonna really set you apart from the thousands of other students who go to the career fair that are going to allow you to walk away from the career fair with interviews and in that same week have that interview and have job offers and internships lined up right away. And look, the career fair is, is, is just a big, big day. To me, it's probably the most important day in your semester when it comes to landing your dream job with the one and that week, the week of the career fair, the week that you can make the most impact. And so um, listen up. Plan it on your schedule. Take a minute to Google when is your college's or career or campus's career fair and set it up. If you have class that time, talk to your professor, get an excuse, let them know. But for whatever you do, you need to miss class to go to the career fair because look, you're going to college, sure to get educated. But the number one reason why you're going to college is to get a better job than if you didn't go to college. And so you go into class and maybe taking a lower grade, it's completely worth it for the opportunity that you will gain by being at the career fair. Most career fairs are done between the last week of August to the last week of September, depending on your university. Because what happens is universities do not like to have career fairs the same day within a certain region. And that is really driven by the employers being able to and send their recruiting team multiple spots to multiple spots. And so it's really important that you understand that uh, when your career fair is and you plan to attend it. So let's talk about the strategy before the career fair. So it's all about preparation. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Now, the way you get ready for the career fair, it's really going to the website first, understanding the date. Second, understanding the companies that are going to be there. Third, understanding what roles they are recruiting for in the career fair. Now, just because a company is going there, whether it's Google, Amazon, Apple, whatever company is going to your career fair, doesn't mean that they're recruiting for every role available in their career websites. That is not true. Generally speaking, when a company sends out a recruiting team, they have a particular diff- particular roles that they're recruiting for, whether it's supply chain, management training, software engineering, particular engineering. So it's important to know. The way you know that is through your career services website or through Handshake or whatever your school uses. So understanding that. Now, the key to preparing is, one, knowing who's going to be there, what roles are going to be there, and if possible, who's going to be there. And getting ready. And the way you get ready, to me, is selecting a target list of companies. So what I mean by selecting a target list of companies is there can be 50, 100, 200 companies all attending to the career fair or career expo, right? But you can't make them all a priority. So you want to find 10 to 15 companies that you like the company, that you are 
that the, the jobs that they are open and are recruiting for, that you match at least the qualifications or at least some of the qualifications, and you can see yourself working there. And what I want you to do to get ready is to read the job description, understand what they're looking for in that job. And this is very similar to how you get ready for an interview, right? The job description generally has the answers to your open book test. And what you want to do is then customize your resume to that role and even have a physical resume with the company's name on it. So when you are at the event itself, you can hand the company that, that resume that was built particularly to that company. And that shows the company that you coming to their table was not a last minute thought. It wasn't because you were walking around and saw this awesome booth. It was because you knew that they were going to be here. You prepared and that showed. So getting ready for it is doing the research. Now, obviously you want to be dressed to impress when you go to the career for you want to wear business professional attire. I don't care if you're an engineer that wants to work for Google and there's no suits in Google except the lawyers. Maybe I don't care. You still want to go there. It's okay to over. I rather you overdress to the event than underdress. A mentor once told me this and it really stuck with me is if you go to an event and it ends up being a picnic, you can always take off your suit and tie and dress down. But if you go to an event thinking it's going to be a picnic, but it ends up being a very fancy dinner, you can dress up your shorts. You can dress up your jeans. You can dress up a, long, a short sleeve shirt. And so what I want you to make sure you emphasize, when in doubt, overdress because you can dress down, not underdress. Now, another key to getting ready for the career fair is to arrive early. If your career fair is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., right, you actually want to get there early. Now, here is why. One, people who are there representing companies are humans. Generally, most of them have full-time jobs. There might be a recruiter, a, in a program manager, maybe they're in charge of campus recruitment, but the majority of people are people who actually do the job. There could be the hiring manager or your future coworkers. And they have full-time jobs and they have emails and they also get tired. And especially if you're going to be talking to a company like the Amazons or the Lockheed Martins or the PepsiCo's of the world, there's going to be massive lines. And so just imagine you being in a table or in a booth for 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., six hours. Maybe you had a one-hour lunch. So five hours and all you're doing is talking and talking and answering the same questions over and over again you get burned out. But if you get there early, you're fresh. You make a good impression. The companies have generally interviewing during that same week so that you can then get an interview spot and they're not filled out and you can actually be there first. Now, here's a key or ninja trick that I want to share with you guys. If you get to the career fair early at 9.30, if they open, if they open the doors at 10, you're going to be there waiting. Well, as soon as they open the door, what's going to happen, you're going to be you're going to be led in to the venue, whether it's the, the, your school's basketball gym or it's a convention center or somewhere else. What happens is a lot of the people setting up those booths will not be done setting up those booths. You know how I know? Because I was one of them. I used to be responsible setting up the PepsiCo booth at the schools that I went to. And no one, generally no one, is set up on time. We have other things to do. We're waiting for other people. There's always fires to be run. The equipment sometimes is shipped to the school and we can't find it. Tons of different things could happen. 
And if you're there walking around and says, hey, can I help you set up? You're already making a good impression. So that's the key. Now, as you get to the career fair, you get there early and you're feeling nervous about this whole situation. Here's what I want you to do. I actually want you to warm up with companies that you are not targeting. Now, I know this is a little backwards, but it's, it makes sense if you think about this. If you're feeling nervous, go practice with companies that don't matter. That if you go messed up, it doesn't matter. And when you're feeling warmed up 30 minutes, 15 minutes later, then you go and go to your target company. So timeline, if the career fair starts at 10 a.m., get there at 9.30, doors probably open 9.45, 9.50, help people set up, build relationships. If you're feeling nervous from 10 a.m. to 10.15, 10 a.m. to 10.30, Go warm up with other companies and then go to your target list of companies and talk to them. All right. As a major thank you for listening to my podcast, I've just let our career coaches know to open up their calendar for limited time only, limited spaces only to our loyal podcast listeners. So if you are currently a STEM student looking for a job in the next 90 days or graduate in the next year, you want our help. Schedule a call with our team for free for a free strategy session, limited time only, link in the show notes. See you there. Now, I want you to take a resume for every single one of your target companies customized for the roles that you're interested in. I also want you to take extra resumes to, just in case you do run into another company that you like and you actually want to communicate and, and, and build a relationship with. But once you get to the booth, this is where I want you to listen extra carefully. The number one thing I used to get when I was in the career fair is, hi, what are you hiring for? Or hi, what are you looking for? And that was an automatic no. If you didn't know what I was hiring for, if you didn't know what I was looking for, it means you didn't do your research. And that's where most people fail. What I want you to do is not be like most people. I actually want you to exceed, right? So what I want you to do is actually be ready and be prepared. If you did your homework before the career fair, fantastic. If you didn't, before you even step on the line, get out your phone and start researching on Handshake or your school's career services. Why is this company here? What roles are they recruiting? And if you see name tags, try to find them on LinkedIn and learn about them. Now, when you walk and do the line and it's your turn, do not ask a question, what are you hiring for or what are you looking for? I want you to tell them. So you would create like kind of like an elevator pitch. And here's the, here's the format for your elevator speech. It's very similar to the way that I encourage you to answer the question, tell me about yourself in an interview. So there's three steps to this elevator pitch. Number one is present. Number two is past. Number three is future. So present. Hi, my name is Daniel. I am a marketing student at the University of Central Florida. I have a 3.4 GPA. My expectation graduation date is May 2023, as an example. So that's your present. Where are you? What's cool? What's your major, GPA, and any relevant present information. Your past is now any experience that in the past has helped you build the skill sets that are required to be successful in this role. Now, my first job at a PepsiCo was working at Frito-Lay as a management training program. Now, that is the same role I also recruited when I went to career fairs. And I could tell you that if you looked at the job description, you would realize that to be a good management training program, you need three main skills, leadership, communication skills, and work ethic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my past experiences to communicate how I have those skill sets. So present, my name is Daniel. I'm a marketing student at the University of Central Florida. I have a 3.4 GPA and my expectation graduation is May, 2023. Now I understand 
To be successful as a management training program at PepsiCo, you're looking for someone who has good communication skills, work ethic, and leadership skills. And for the past three and a half years, I've been developing that. Now, I, I am the vice president of my business fraternity, Delta Sigma, Sigma Pi, where I lead a group of 55 brothers and create professional events to increase their development so that they can land amazing jobs. Now, I believe I have strong communication skills because I've not only have taken electives on it, but I've also been part of a Toastmaster group, have done my first 10 speeches and gotten my Competitive Communication Award. Now, in terms of work ethic, not only have I been able to do four internships and also work part-time at Universal Studios on nights and weekends, I'm also a full-time student and involved in student organizations. So my calendar is always packed and I know how to manage multiple priorities. That's your path. See, everything that I am sharing is about me but it's about the my past has got me ready for this role. And then you move on to phase number three or step number three, which is talking about the future. And, and that's where you essentially share why you want to work at that company. What attracted you for that company other than the high salary? Is it the industry? Is it the company culture? Is it the room for growth? Is it your ability to manage a $10 million business right out of college, which is the benefit that I was wanted to do why I wanted to work at PepsiCo. And that's how you set it up. Now, after you've given them your elevator speech, they're going to ask you a couple of questions. They're going to might ask you to walk me through your resume. They might ask any follow-up questions regarding what you said. Now, understand this. If a company is coming to the career fair, they've invested a lot of money and resources to be there. It costs money for a company to be at a career fair. The bigger the booth, the most, the more they have invested. The more people they have behind the table, or the booth, the more they have invested, right? All that costs money. And so how do they quantify their investment? How many people they hire? So they're there to hire. This is especially true if the company is not a local company, right? So if we're talking about Google at the University of Central Florida, they don't have offices in Orlando. So anybody that's coming from Google is flying here, which means that they're not going to want to fly them here a lot for interviews. So what happens is, this is really important to know, most companies that attend the career fair generally have interviews the next couple of days on campus. And this makes it easier for the companies to meet the people at the career fair, invite who they like to the interviews, and then extend internship offers right away because speed wins or get them to the second round of interview if it's a full-time job. So knowing that, and having a conversation with your career services department, you're going to be able to know what companies have already reserved rooms on campuses to conduct interviews the next couple of days. And if your target list of companies have done that, you can ask to be interviewed to the, to the person in the career for you can say, hey, Mr. Manager, Mr. Recruiter. Um, based on my research, I understand that you'll be conducting interviews in the next in the upcoming days. You know, what are you looking for in candidates to be set to the interview stage, right? And ask for it. You got to sell yourself. You got to remember that we're all in sales and you need to ask for the interview just like you need to ask for the job when you're interviewing and show them that you're interested. And if you do that, it's going to really set you apart. Now, here's the thing that you need to understand. If you get selected for an interview, you will be sent, most companies will send you an email to do an assessment. Make sure you complete that assessment before the time they give you Generally, it's 24 hours, 48 hours, because if not, you will be disqualified from the interview and they cannot interview. So it's important for you to know that. But to recap, 
this really, really strategic strategy on how to master the career fair or how to get jobs from the career fair is this. Number one, know when it is and prepare it. Research the companies that are going to be there, create a target list of them, create custom resumes, and get there on time. Dress to impress, help them set up, warm up with companies that you don't care about. When you do get there, have done your research and tell them why you're the right fit and ask for the interview. If you do that, you will do amazing. You will be setting yourself apart from anybody else. You will walk away from the career fair with interviews. Look, I've mentored students with the same process and they always walk away with interviews. So if you follow this and you trust this, you will get interviews. Now, um, if you have any questions about this, hit me up on LinkedIn. I would love, love to help you. Um, and yeah, if you have any other help, any questions about your career, uh, we'll love to ha help you with this. As you know, Mastering College Career, we help job seekers, specifically STEM students, land their first dream, uh, their first job out of college. Uh, um, and like you probably heard in the announcements, we are having limited spots available where either me or one of our career coaches will be helping you get ready for the fall semester. So definitely take us up on that offer. Thank you guys so much for listening and catch you guys on the next episode. Well, if you're listening to this, you have made it to the end of the episode. In the time of distraction, the fact that you're listening to this means you truly care about your career. And to reward you for that, my team and I will be hosting free one-on-one -on -one strategy sessions for podcast listeners only. So if you want to get a strategy session to speak with me or someone on my team, look at the link in the show notes to schedule your free call. Thank you so much for listening and catch you guys on the next episode.